When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Another episode of Hannah's Nightly, folks. Uh, glad you guys are listening. Um, poor Mason is still fucking sick, still without a computer. It's looking like it's going to be a couple weeks. Mason, uh, to fill us in on on your latest problems. Ugh, like fucking unbelievable. I, I checked by, I checked with you know where I dropped it off because I hadn't heard anything in like two days. And usually, like they can identify. They, they can at least identify that fixing it usually takes a while, but they can identify the problem. And the guy was basically like, yeah, like I've seen this before. I'm trying one last thing. Otherwise we might have to like ship it off and basically like factory reset it. Factory reset it. Fucking like basically. It. I know. I'm like, are you f- like, I can factory reset it at my fucking house. I don't, I don't know why I, I don't know, like totally wipe it or something and basically like read like a total wipe, like not, you know what I mean? Like basically go into it. Like, I don't know, reinstall. It would mean I'd have to, I'd lose everything on it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, yeah, I don't want, he was like, so I can either give you a call back when I'm and let you know if this doesn't work or we can just send it off. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah. I want you to give me, like, I want to back everything up. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to get my files. Don't want you to fucking delete everything I have on my MacBook. So I, but it's looking like that's, what's going to happen, which is going to be a pain in the ass because I don't even know how I would back everything up and then reinstall it. I'd have to get them to explain to me how that's done. So Mm -hmm. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I might even take it to get a second opinion afterwards. Just see, but we'll see what happens. It's not looking good. It sucks for me. It's horrible timing. I have a bunch of stuff I have to do for school. Finishing some, you know, just payments I have to do and 
all this jazz housing jazz yeah so unfortunate timing of course the podcast is kind of you know i need a laptop to do it effectively we're we're jimmying the hell out of it right now with the phone but you know we might have to find a more permanent solution if the computer is going to be gone for a month but other than that you know I guess like life hasn't changed too much since we last we last spoke. How are you, Corey? I'm fine, just working. Uh, we're doing one of the last major events for the season until, like, for the fair and festival season until the Saint season kicks back up because it's basically like um, fair festival season, two three week break. Saints will we'll just say sports season. Right. And then after sports season, we go back into festival season. So uh, we're doing a, a one of our last major ones right now. Um, and then I'm going out of town as soon as it's over. I can't wait. We're so short staffed that uh, my boss was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to need uh, two people to work. And uh, the top guy was just like, yeah, I'm not doing a fucking thing. Uh, so me and uh my cousin and the other guy are kind of forced into doing everything this weekend so instead of leaving uh when i wanted to this weekend i now have to work uh a full 12-hour shift on saturday and then drive five hours uh to enjoy my vacation so instead of it being a elongated slow trip where I can take my time, do what the fuck I want. It's now a very exhausted through the night drive where there'll be no good stops to, if we want to check something out, it'll just have to be a full straight drive all the way to North Louisiana. Yeah, that's uh, rather unfortunate to say the least. If I fuck like. I don't, we, we plan to um, bank and we're still going to bank some episodes so Corey can enjoy his trip. But uh, where, where exactly are you heading? What, what are the uh, plans for once you finally do get there? Oof, dude, I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing so fucking hard. It's been like a year since I've gone fishing. Um, about 20 minutes from where my in-laws live is one of the most beautifulest man-made lakes and most coveted Southern Louisiana. Well, I guess it's not Southern Louisiana, Louisiana fishing spots. You know, like I just meant, I guess like South of the U S uh, it's called Caney Lake. <clears throat> it's got some of the uh, biggest fish ever caught in Louisiana have been caught in Caney Lake uh, and like one through like 15 or like Caney Lake. So uh, have some unreal fish there. It's a beautiful ass lake. Um, I honestly can't fucking wait to get out there. And um, it's more or less just a nature um, vacation. I just want to get the fuck away from like New Orleans. And uh, I know it's not the biggest city, but like just city life and and just work in itself. You know, I, I went. I mean, fuck, if you've listened for a while now, you know, I sat at home for like 10 months. And then when I went back to work, I basically just worked until 
now. Well, let's take that back. When I first went back to work, they forced me to take three weeks worth of vacations, which was fucking unreal. Uh, but ever since then, it's just been a complete run through and there's no there's been no new hires. So it's been real tough on my body, along with the other guys that I work with. Um, so it's a it's a much needed break and a chance to get away from uh, the monotony of living so close to a city. No, definitely. I think uh, I think it's been it's been a co- quite a few months since I've gone fishing too. So I I'd be fucking excited. I what they call Louisiana the what do you what's it the sportsman's paradise? Correct. And I can't say I'm not a little bit jealous of you, buddy. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? You can go golfing. I haven't been able to go golfing. I'm too broke. <clears throat> price of gas, man. Half, half, half the uh, half the price of golf is just getting there nowadays. Brutal. Heard that? No, nah, dude. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine fucking trying to have like a golf lifestyle and making like talking no money um for me but yeah uh excited the, as... slight, the slight shot at the mcdonald's employee there no dude like I... man i couldn't imagine doing shit if i was dirt broke like you <laughs> dude no i'm saying like i'm saying like i don't make any fucking money like i feel like I, i'm scraping by no matter what the fuck i do that's what I was trying to get at. No, your Mick job is probably paying you just as well as my job is in the States. So I'm not, I'm, it's, it's no slight against a 20 year old making, making it, you know, by, by no means. I meant like down here, uh, everything's so fucking expensive and my job's overworking me. And then I look at my paycheck and I'm like, uh, this is not even close to the amount of hours and time I lost given to y'all for a, a, a fucking a thank you just a thank you not a not a meant well thank you not a rehearse not a a thought of thank you just uh all right thanks y'all uh this week we have and you know just moving on to like the next bullshit i mean fair enough i think i think a lot of people feel that way state of the world right now is not not the greatest but uh to kind of move on to other stuff because I'm sure people deal with enough of that in their daily lives. They don't want to hear us chat about it. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's move on to some hockey talk. Uh, in in particular, Carey Price nominated for the Bill Masterton alongside of Jimmy Hayes for you know I think obvious reasons. Jimmy Hayes, if those of you don't remember his brother or sorry Kevin Hayes because his brother yeah. Jimmy Hayes died passed away. Yeah, Jimmy Hayes passed away. Kevin Hayes has been nominated <clears throat> for that reason. Um, and weirdly, it's I don't know, Corey. Have you seen that photo? It's like uh, it's a polar bear. It's, what is this polar bear doing in Arlington, Texas? That's how I feel about this next uh, nominee. Zidane Chara <laughs> is there. For what I can understand is because he's old. Like, I, I, I don't fully understand. I don't think that Bill Masterton's usually an award that you go, oh, that guy shouldn't be there because it's mm-hmm. an award based on if you've suffered. But 
<laughs> Maybe I missed something. I think Chara is just old. Like, I, is there a reason he's there? I, I don't. I, I don't know anything on Chara. If if he was like fighting diversity or anything like that, <laughs> honestly, I just think it's like a just a ode to playing deep into your years and and still trying to make it happen. Uh, but I, I don't know if he if he had to really undergo anything or like something like major happen to him other than it's just crazy to you know to see him still play at that age i don't i just it baffles me i don't remember yager ever getting masterton nominations for being old Mm. but maybe maybe they're just like maybe they just really couldn't find somebody (laughs) maybe in, in, in which case that's a good thing because it means you know for the most part nhlers have their lives haven't been you know put mm-hmm. through hardship but yeah uh i think it's it, bill masterson is difficult i don't really want to root for anyone because i don't think you want to quantify people's suffering but two very deserving candidates and kevin hayes and uh Carey price for what they've both done this season to come back from their own uh unique challenges no that's uh it's well put it's uh I don't wish to be in either one of their shoes. Um, it's got to be tough, and I and winning it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's a bad trophy. It's just a trophy that's like, you know, like I guess more or less it's your peers seeing that you struggled, and, and no matter what you you came in and you tried to do your best, and you know you're still here. Um, but I'm sure that that trophy, it's like to the winner it exemplifies like a constant reminder of you know a bad time mm-hmm. but uh there's been five canadians in the past that have won the uh masterson trophy you got patch ready in 2011-12 uh koivu in 0102 Sir, Sergey Savard, 78-79, Henri Richard, 73-74, and Claude Proust, 67-68, uh, who was the inaugural recipient of the award. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's really nice to see um, Carrie Price, you know, get voted in on this. Uh, I mean, as far as this podcast – and Habs fans, you know, we've obviously followed Carey Price for many years. And, you know, uh, it's crazy looking at the beginning of this season where it was Carey Price is ready. And then if you're like me, you kept him in fantasy in a keeper league because you're like, you know, you never know. And then Carey Price is going to be out for about a month. He's going to seek uh, – He's not ready yet, you know, just, just a couple of things to work out. And then it went from a month to Carey Price admitting he had some type of problem and he needed help. Uh, and then, you know, along with maybe not being fully recovered uh, from his knee surgery or whatever other ailments that was happening with him other than his mental, but just a culmination of just, I guess, feeling like just, just overwhelmed and, and, you know, still not, you know, a hundred percent, but to be able to find a way to battle back, because honestly, like throughout the season, we'd always bring it up every now and then be like, what's your stance on Carey Price? 
I didn't think it was coming. I didn't think he was coming back, you know, at least not this season. I thought maybe we'd get kind of like um, Tuka Rask, you know, he comes back, plays a couple of games, and he's just – uh, I can't do it anymore, and you know, and, and retires. Now I don't know the case for Carey Price, and I'm not gonna fucking wish that on him. But that that was that was like my best option is what I thought. My best opinion was that Carey Price was gonna try to come back and and it, it not work. But uh, he seemed to be really enjoying himself, and you know, despite the what four losses before they get a win uh, in front of him, but. Uh, what a battle! Yeah, I I think the discussion with Carey Price um, is a long one, and I don't think it's anywhere near close to being over. Um, I think it still remains to be seen if he does play next season too, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I I don't I think you've you've said all like you've sum, summarized it perfectly. I don't really know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm struggling to. You're good. I mean, I it's a that. tough, it's a tough topic. You know, it's like, and like, fuck, dude. I, I can't imagine if if we're like the Philly podcast and we got to touch on like Kevin Hayes is like battling through, fuck, dude, like losing your, fuck, more or less your soulmate. You know, like you, fucking grew up with his brother and 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 all. You know, like, I, I can't imagine. You know, um, I think this is a tough award to win. Honestly, it you know it's a it's a war for someone who really had the world end around them and then found a way to continue to play the game. So strong award, but very, (laughs) very dark award. Named for Bill Masterton, who is to this day, the only player to ever die Mm -hmm. due to injury resulting from an NHL game. So, you know, it's, I think it's great that we have two guys who really, um, I think represent the award and represent, you know, his memory well in these mm-hmm. two battles back from, you know, often it's injury, but these two, it was injury, it was lost. There were, there were a bunch of things mixed in. So whoever wins it is well-deserving. And <laughs> and um, I, I, I think that's all we can – I think we can really add to that. I don't know if you have anything else you want to – no, I, I'd, I'd like to move on from the Masterton or we'll walk in a fucking circle. And I don't want it to be that doom and gloom uh, of an episode, especially with you not feeling good. <laughs> you know, got to like, we got to liven it up a little bit. Um, but I know you weren't feeling too good yesterday. Um, and I don't think you were able to catch most of these games, but hopefully you caught some of the highlights from them. Because uh, those two games went a little hard. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um well i'm uh I, I didn't get to catch either of those games i was fucking exhausted after work yesterday and i just fucking hit the hay like went straight to bed um i did see however josh manson's mic'd up for the ot winner was he really that was fucking amazing oh yeah it, it's that. amazing it's must much watch he's like yeah yeah, let's go, boy. Just <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so uh, I didn't have a long day at work yesterday. I did have a strenuous one where I worked. Uh, I worked in the sun all fucking day. It was miserable. Um, it's been like low 93 
the past couple of days and the humidity has been like fucking 50 plus. Um, so I didn't get to really catch most of the lightning Panthers game. I came home um, and cut the grass before it got too dark. Um, but then I fucked up, dude. Um, I'm mowing the grass. I did the backyard. And when I came to the front yard, the front yard grows a lot quicker. So I'm like, I'm going out of town. I'm going to drop the wheels down. You know, I'm going to put the blade closer to the grass and I'm going to get a, a shorter cut. I'll fucking do that, dude. And um, my grass looks like shit, dude. Like you can tell that like I'm not a dad. You can tell like I'm a new <laughs> homeowner. Uh, I haven't cut the grass since I was a fucking kid, you know, uh, and it looks like shit. I'm so fucking embarrassed of it right now. Well, here's like, the thing. Cut it too low? Not not too low, but in some spots, yes. Like not the whole grass is butchered, but like my, like the, the, the blades were eating dirt a little dude, bit. Not eating dirt, but like I'm getting to like the orange and yellow. You know, I'm getting to the bottom yeah. of, of the grass, and I was like, "Fuck, he just looks trashy." Um, and my whole point of of putting it low is because I didn't want my grass to look fucking trashy. Um, so. On top of that, I've caked the fucking cement full of grass. I need to get a, a bag for my lawnmower. Um, it's an older lawnmower. A um, bag? The, yeah, like the how attached to the back of it. Yeah, but how big's your lawn? It's not that big, but I caked my fucking sidewalk, and I don't have a leaf things, blower. You you cannot fathom how quickly those things fill up. No, oh no, I I know. Look, let, let's let's just go back in time. To like 16 year old Corey, right? So this lawnmower has been around since I was a kid. It's passed down to me. And I know it's the same one because it's missing the bag that I fucking took off so many years ago <laughs> because I was sick of changing it. And I was like, I'll never need this. And now I'm like, fuck, I look like a bum sweeping my fucking uh you know my driveway and my fucking the, the sidewalk in front of my house um so i got i gotta get another bag i just gotta fucking do it I, I can't believe i did that as a kid but back to the story right i forgot that i had put the fucking blades lower to the grass right so i still got this motherfucker on and running because i got one strip left that i left in the alleyway for my exit you know just my exit back into where it needs to go and i forgot it was fucking lower dude and i didn't realize it till i'm like deep into my fucking backyard and i turn around and i'm like motherfucker there's just this you can see the difference like it's bad so now it's like it's past dusk you know like we're getting we're getting dark and i'm fucking jogging in my backyard trying to cut this fucking grass as fast as I can, dude. It was horrible. <laughs> I was fucking covered in it. I was fucking covered in it, dude. And I have oh, uh, yeah, I pictured I didn't know it was a it was a push mower. I pictured you like in a riding mower. Oh no, 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 dude. I ain't got no money for that. Come on, man. Just I ain't got no money for that. In pain. Dude, if I had a rod and lawn mower from my yard dude people would clown on me honestly <laughs> i swear like dude i can cut my grass i can cut my grass in about 20 minutes it's not hard okay. i probably spend more time sweeping than anything and that's why i'm like fuck this i need a bag or at least a fucking leaf blower 
but I'd rather get the bag because and I don't want to be the dickhead that's blowing fucking grass all over people's shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, but leaf blowers are so useful. Yeah, yeah. I look, I will own one, you know. I'm a I'm a I'm a young homeowner. There's things that you know get the bought day, in the order. The day you become a father is the following day you go out and buy a leaf blower. Dude, I'll have a leaf bow before I'm a follower. I guarantee that. <laughs> I guarantee that, dude. Uh, oh, whereas I do work my ass off, I am very lazy when I get home because I feel like I give society and, you know, my fucking slave drivers all of me. And when I come home, it's like I got like 20, 30 percent left, you know, and I hate that. So when I'm home, I want to be big fucking chilling. Oh, I'm the same way. It's so, dude, we got so off topic. But anyway, so I missed the Lightning Panthers game, uh, the Battle of Panhandle. I'm sure it was a fucking good one. Um, I did see at one point it was like uh, it was 2-1, and then I saw the Panthers tied it up. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to hurry up and finish so I can watch this game. I go back to check it. I guess the goal got overruled. I didn't see it. Um, <clears> if you guys saw it, I can reach out to me, tell me what happened. Um, it goes back to two, one. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Well, look, I'm not going to say now it's not a good game, but evidently it really took the win out of the Panthers and, and the lightning kept, kept on cruising, but, uh, had to get done for avalanche blues. I had to, um, that game was fucking awesome. And if it's anything into like a glimpse of this series, it's going to be fucking nonstop, probably the most entertaining series uh, of the second round. It was awesome. And, you know, despite the loss, Jordan Bennington was fucking phenomenal. Um, there was so many, I wouldn't say whiff chances, but like, I, I think there was like four or five solid shots on net that like could have been goals. If it wasn't Jordan Bennington playing his a, his a game in the first, in the first period, like right after, um, O'Reilly scored. I think they like hit the post like two or three times. So excited for that. That'll be what the next game's Thursday. So when you guys are listening to this, um, but today, you know, um, ah, I don't want to say that I'm not interested in the Rangers hurricanes, even though I said it the other day, but honestly, I'm just trying to watch the, the night game. Uh, <laughs> I want to see some fucking action. Um, and I just don't think, I think the Rangers is the Rangers hurricane is going to be more of a, uh, I guess maybe if you saw Dallas versus the Islanders, you know, like that level of, uh, I'm just not interested in it. Um, yeah. Are you going to be able to watch any tonight? I'm going to be watching the, uh, battle of Alberta tonight. Oh yeah. Um, while we're talking about battle of Alberta, have you seen uh <laughs> have you seen what's his name? Um uh, is it Brady Kachuk, the one that's from Ottawa? Yeah, Brady. Have you seen him running around um the Calgary games? Uh yeah, but I, I can't stand <laughs> I cannot stand Brady Kachuk. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of them, but I think it's hilarious that they're running around with a T-shirt. And I don't know which brother's name is it, 
but I know it's the, you know, it's probably like the Matthew Kachuk, and then it says the friendship tour. I think that's fucking hilarious. Like that is, <clears throat> that is a true Rat King accepting his role and just fucking running with it. He is a Rat King. I'll give you that. <laughs> Fucker. I, I yeah. I, Brady wishes he was his brother. That's all I'll, I'll fucking say to that. Well, look, I am very, very excited for the Battle of Al. Excuse me, the Battle of Alberta. Um, I, I think feel- that. Like like we said last last episode, that series is going to seven, mm-hmm. and it's going to be brutal and bloody the whole way. Like I'm just so fucking. Hyped. This is gonna be like, like how like your your dad and like some of the older cats are like, this is what hockey was like back in the day. <laughs> well, the battle in Canada, the Battle of Alberta, might as well. Every time it's on, it's like a national fucking holiday. Mm-hmm. I think TV's awesome. too. It's it's there's nothing quite like it. I think it's more heated than the Leafs and Habs have been the last few years. Like it, yeah. I, the Leafs and Habs don't doesn't get that heated. To be honest with you, I think it's because the Leafs are such pussies. <laughs> but it, I think it's equivalent to Habs Bruins. Like it, it's it's a fucking shit show, and I love it. <laughs> well. So let's let's keep this ball rolling a little bit. Um, there's really no no other Habs news. Uh, some of the guys are playing in the Worlds. Um, Josh Anderson has been like unreal for Canada. I've seen um, Yoel Armia is playing. What was that? Finland um, saw that they had a little a little article about him. He was doing good. Like two game, uh, two wins in a row. Um, but look, here's a guy that just recently lost, you know, um, you know, everybody was saying that in Pittsburgh, they were probably trying to, you know, like one last ride and shit like that with the, with the three guys that are left with the three big names, you know, um, but you know, Crosby came out today saying he's looking to play like another three, at least three more years. Um, yeah. And then he said, he'll, he's here for at least three more and we'll see what happens after. Nice. Love that. Cause, uh, Fuck, dude, like it's getting to a point for me where I'm like, I'm seeing like a lot of the a lot of people that like I was the kid watching are starting to go away. And uh, I'm not going to say like I'm the biggest Sidney Crosby fan by no means, but um, definitely was, you know, like people that don't know the fucking sport knew who Sidney Crosby and like Alex Ovechkin were. And it's it's such a weird thought to think that like we're seeing the end of their career. And it's mainly just because I'm getting fucking old. But uh, awesome for him saying, you know, at least three more years. I fucking love that for him. Um, but here's another one. I've seen it a couple of times today on Twitter. And then I saw it on Facebook. And that meant I had to bring it up. Um, there are people in the Habs community that are trying so hard to fucking wish an Evgeny Malkin hunt for the for the Montreal Canadiens next year, as far as like a, a deep push to try to get him to come here. Um I don't I don't fucking I don't like it. Uh, it's nothing about Malkin being a bad player. I don't think he's a great fit. I don't see him leaving Pittsburgh. Um 
I don't know. I felt I had to bring it up because I was like, why Why is my feed getting getting this? Well, I, I disagree with you in one aspect. I think Malkin is absolutely shipped out of Pittsburgh. It came out that hmm. not only were Latang and Malkin um, not happy with the offers they had for contract extensions, apparently Crosby was pissed. At with, what. with his or with theirs? No, no, no. With what the organization offered them. Tang, and i heard that letang letang's made some comments i can't there's one in particular i can't exactly think of what he said in particular but i i heard the number was like three years for both letang and malcolm three years at five mil a year Ugh. <laughs> and that's not listen a man nicknamed gino isn't signing for five mil and some listeners may be saying, Oh, Malkin's old. Like Malkin's still put up. He had a very, very decent season, uh, despite being out for the majority of it and then getting suspended fucking for like well, like six games. The guy the guy had forty like forty two points in forty one games this year. You think mm-hmm. he signed for five million? He's not making less money than Josh Anderson. Yeah. Right. He's he's gonna get his money. And Chris Letang just had one of the best years, probably his best year in his last five. Sixty-eight points and seventy-eight. Like I'm pretty sure it was a career year for Chris Letang. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's the most points he's ever had in his career. Wow. Most second most games played he's ever played, too. So neither of those guys is going to settle for that offer. I just think that's ridiculous. And yeah, I, I'll be honest. I don't think you'll as much. I think Malkin would like to return to Pittsburgh. I think they all would. I, I don't see, I think it's, I think it's done. I think the ship has sailed there. They're going to split it up. Those guys are going to move on, but crazier things have happened. So we'll have to see. So, uh, Malkin's got a no trade clause. I'd have to look. I don't know if he's a UFA this season, um, and they're or they're just trying to make space for for new stuff. I saw the Tang uh, is a modified. He's eighteen teams. He'd have to make a list for and shit like that. But um, something something to look into. Um, but I, I just don't know. Even even if it's you know like you're saying, like you don't see Malkin being with Pittsburgh next season. I don't think that's a good fit for this team. Not, nothing against them. I, 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 no, I, I just, it doesn't make sense. Cause right? I feel like, I feel like, why would we put, I don't want to say so much money, but why would we put a, a chunk of money on a, on an older guy? And I don't want to say because we're trying to get youthful, but I mean, like we have some older guys on this team that that are probably still going to be around next season. I don't see, I don't see Malkin being like the the big puzzle piece missing to make this team uh, above five hundred next year. I also think it's ridiculous to even entertain that Malkin would want to come here. It's not going to happen. Realistically, he's not coming here. Like, why would he want to come here? He wants to win a cup. He doesn't want to come to like Montreal's not Montreal's gonna be shit next year. Mm-hmm. People need to understand 
not going to be a good hockey team next year. They're going to be exciting. They're going to be youthful. They're not going to be good. Okay. If they are good, look, anything's possible. I'm not, nothing's absolute in hockey and anything in any aspect of life. There are very few things that are absolute, but it would definitely, it would be an anomaly. It would be unexpected if Montreal did well next year. So Malkin's not an idiot. He can see that. He's not signing any at, in a, at a team that finished 32nd. He's not going to do it. So not only is that just a bad mood for the Habs, like stop before you even get there. It's not, you know what I mean? It's just not yeah. going to happen. No, absolutely. And I, I just think there's – now, honestly, I haven't looked at the UFAs in a while or RFAs to, to know, like, what this what – this, you know – What's the pool looking like this year? But I, Evgeny Malkin is that's that's got to be an asterisk. Like, just I, I don't think so, you know. Um, but moving on, we're about to wrap it up. Uh, before we go, though, we do have forgot to forgot to do it earlier. We do have an ad read by our friends and sponsors over at DraftKings. Folks, hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's win or lose. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs with DraftKings same-day game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and much more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout when you do this. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Y'all remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. All right, Mason. So before we get out of here, um, there's no update on the games that are going on right now. But I would like to say this. In the Calder Cup playoff hunt, uh, two years in a row, Laval has been outstanding Laval has made it to the third round waiting for the winner in the Utica and Rochester um series um Rochester's I know good. they you are got an Alki squad that's Buffalo's team they've got like Jack Quinn um <clears throat> fuck who's the other guy uh, keep talking <laughs> and I'll figure it out yeah. all right well you know uh I saw I saw something on it, you know, and it's it's my fault that I don't, I don't really try to push the bill on finding uh, opportunities to watch the rocket without having to pay for AHL TV uh, because I can't afford it. But uh, the rocket two years in a row have been um, something that always keeps coming across my screen that I'm like, fuck, I should really get into this. Um, they, it's 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 a chance to see our future, you know, and Caden Primo. Uh, despite I don't want to say his shitty season with us, but lackluster performance in front of guys that weren't playing uh, that well, just a system that wasn't working. Caden Primo has been uh, on fire. Uh, he's, he's sitting at a, a 0.94 save percentage. Um, and then Sammy Niku is leading 
with uh, five points in the playoffs with five assists. Uh, Alex Belzeal has got four goals leading uh, leading the rocket right now. But, you know, I know last year it was it was an un- unreal run along with the Canadians, but I'm just happy to see that this team, uh, at least our, you know, our AHL affiliate, our farm, I guess, is, is still – running with it this year because that that just means that like I don't want to say last year was a fluke for us but like it shows that our futures are 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 playing at the level of uh, intensity that they did last year and it's it's exciting and I guess it's something for us to watch if we're not interested in watching what's going on um in in the playoffs which I think you'd be fucking crazy not to watch the playoffs this year but no absolutely and um I I figured out uh, the other player I was thinking of, uh, mm-hmm. John Terica. Oh, okay. The German. Yeah. Uh, drafted 34th overall in 2020. Uh, it led, this seems led by those two young guys. I think Peyton Krebs is eligible to play with them in their playoff run too. Mm-hmm. So that, that's some firepower down there. They've got a good young team. So that'd be a really fun series to watch if Rochester does make it. Uh, to the North Division final against uh, Laval. Nice. Uh, I just looked. I looked at the roster. Can you believe Devontae Smith-Pelly is still playing? Not not a dig at him. I'm happy. I really loved his time with us. Uh, but I did not know. I thought he had retired. He's he's playing for Laval right now. He's got – Yeah, he got signed to a, a PTO. Three games. A awesome, PTO um, a couple of, like month later in the season. And that's, yeah, that's badass. Lighting it up with Lavelle. <laughs> that's awesome. I remember uh, he was so important for uh, for Washington, dude. Getting it done. Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, folks. Uh, I really don't have much else to say. Um, I know Mason needs to get another Sucret or whatever that Canadian brand that's supposed to be fucking horrible that we talked about two years ago. Um, but I know you guys are probably excited to watch the games this evening. And um, I'm uh, I'm not take too much more of y'all time. Mason, do you have anything else to say? Uh, No, nothing, nothing today. We're going to, uh, we've got a lot of recording in the mitts for the week. So some brainstorming is going to have to happen. Uh, look for uh, <laughs> next episode may not be the most hockey related episode. Oh, it, it'll be madness. And it's going to be a filler. And I just, uh, I don't want to say apologize and uh, beforehand, but just thank y'all so much for allowing me to have uh, one episode off where I don't have up to date knowledge on what's going on in hockey. It's probably going to be recorded uh, right before I leave, so we'll see where we're at, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'm sure we'll we'll do something silly, have some interesting topics. Maybe we'll bring back uh, the craft dinner argument we'll see you know uh but stick around hope you guys enjoy the next episode i will be back for a in-person one for next weekend's well next monday's episode but uh folks this has been Habs nightly thank y'all so much for listening you know what to follow us on twitter at Habs nightly and myself at by vendors i hope you guys have a great night and the rest of your week let's go with all we'll talk to you guys again soon You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network.
New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.